to do something. Last week, I said some few things because we don't really know ourselves. We don't know people. And we don't even know we ourselves. I've been talking and preaching for the past week on what? Greed. The way to kill greed is to understand yourself. Greed is the work of the flesh. But to overcome it, he said, walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill the what? The desire of the flesh. The flesh has a desire. Every human being is made up of three components. The real you and the building you live in. But most of the time, people see the buildings or the temple. Sometimes you can see a beautiful house, but you don't know the one who lives inside. But the house is built because there is somebody inside. The houses get older, and when they get older, repairs comes in, and when repairs come at a time, is not able to stand again, Sometimes some of them, they had to fall and you have to build a new one. But the man inside, which is created in the image of God, the reason why I respect you, you should respect everybody, is because that person is created in the image of God. God is a spirit. He is not flesh. So the outside container may annoy you, but know that there is an inside man. There are some buildings, you look at them the way it's not straight. It annoys people. But the building can make you angry until your pressure gets to 200 over 150, and that is not your house. Something that does not even concern you, but you allow it to raise your pressure. The same way we see buildings, human beings, that God has placed a spirit in them, and because of the outward appearance of those people, we begin to become angry at them. God says that truly man looks at what? The outward appearance of men. What we see is we see an outsider. That is why the inner man should be able to change the outer man. Let me ask you a question. I'm giving you two people. One has got very great house, which is the most great place in Ghana that you would like to live. Huh? Uh, someone says Trasaku. Effort Hills. You've got one of the nicest, the best house. You see one of the best houses in Effort Hill or Trasaku. You see a man in it. Nice car. What is the latest 
expensive car you can ever. Oh, some you have to update your. <laughs> so now you, you look at it and say, I can't get it. So why do I have to think about it? <laughs> the latest car. I see this man in it. Expensive dress, expensive shoe, guy dress with golden chain. I see a man with people around him. And there's another one who has a house, nice two-bedroom house in nice house <laughs> in Medina with a small car because he want to save well. That's on car, you step on it, boom, dollars. And two of them come to church with simple, nice shirt, maybe without a tie, or Ghana, uh, the African way. Simple, simple shoe. Then the person comes. Then one took all that he bought is on credit. The one in. East Legon and other place. Uh, or Tasako. It's credit worth it. Sometimes the more you take credit, the more you are worthy of it. Or, and there's one. He's never taking credit. But he's got about $1 million in uh, investment here and there. Which one of them is successful? Who is the for? The one that owes? The one Medina? Yes. Two bedrooms with, oh, let me mention the other one. The, the new one they're doing in Ghana, in Ghana here. What's the name? Suzuki. Brand new Suzuki. And the one in the latest BM or Benz. And two of us come to come and propose to you, sister. Which one will the Holy Ghost lead you? <laughs> oh, tell, tell me. Spiritual people. Which one of them will the Holy Ghost, when he speaks, you will hear quick? There are some, when the Holy Ghost speaks, it's difficult. <laughs> He said, hey, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's God speaking to you. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the man with all those nice things is a container you see. The real man owes. The other one, the real man, have an access. But outwardly, 
You don't see that the person owes because the dress is where she owes, but you don't see it. So many people, that is how we live. And we see the outward appearance of men and give them respect according to what we see. So you don't know. That's why anytime I meet people, I want to show everybody respect first. But you don't know the one who is going to help you. Sometimes the one you are going to for help is the one. But it's nicely, simply dressed. So sisters, who job will you choose? <laughs> if I am a sister, I will choose the one I see. I have security. You know, women want financial security. Let me tell you, men, don't deceive yourself. The women, they are not God. God sees the heart, but they see. So because of that, many of us have made choices based on what we see. And after we've made the choices, we realize that this is not what we bargain for. After getting the man, you get his house, saw the nice house, you visited him there, and after marrying the man, you find out that you married, you have a debt to pay throughout your life. And the one that have married, the one that don't have any, that have just a simple reason, he's married great but how can you know that the man have this at the bank, this at this place, this investment here, if he never told you? How can you know that this man owes if he never tells you? So the real person, wealth of that person, people normally don't know. Until you dig and dig until you find out. You have your real you. And the real you is not the one that is outside. The one that is outside is only a house. It's a house that you live in. Oh, look at what Paul, oh, Paul said. I love Paul. He says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1, Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Okay, continue. I love it. That in great trial of affliction, the abundance of your joy and their deep poverty abound in the riches of their liberality. Thank God I was talking about your giving first. By another place, Paul said, I'm about to go. I will lay down, I can lay down this flesh. I'm going to lay down this body. Somebody is talking that I'm in between two things. Either to live in this body or to do what? Or to go to be with the Lord. Somebody is talking. Who was the one talking? He says, 
The reason why he's able to give himself fully because he realized that this flesh has a lifespan. Do you know the flesh has a lifespan? Your body has a lifespan. Maybe it was all created from the beginning to have a lifespan. And by the sin of man, God pronounced death. It only took, I can know only two or few people that never died. That is Enoch and Elijah. That by faith. By faith also means that faith coming by hearing. So if you haven't heard, you won't die. Then you have to prepare that one day you will leave this body. Every one of us will leave this body. The one living in it is different from the body. This body grows old, but the one inside is renewed always from strength to strength as you get yourself attached to God. We take time to polish our cars. We take time to maintain our cars. We take time to spend money on our houses and our, house, our cars and decorate the house, but we don't take time to polish what will live forever. We spend most of our money in just the outward decoration of this body, which one day, one day, what will happen? We will leave that body and that body will go to the dust. Or, isn't it? One day you do what? All that we are seeking for, sometimes you can even look for it and you may not be able to enjoy it. But I believe that the time is now that we we'll have to shift our focus even from the tent to the one who lives in the tent. If you have this focus in you, you will live in this world without fear. Some of us, money is our number one. Even if we have to kill somebody to make money, we'll do it. Some of these things, you'll get it. You may, you may get it. But the Bible says that in some places, in Jeremiah, that it's like giving an egg or to something that you will sit on. It's not this. You collect the whole thing. You sit on it. You can eat it. You can hatch it. And that person will inherit it. What is the essence? I want every one of us to be spiritually sensitive. You are first a spirit being living in this body. It's good to take care of this body because if you don't maintain your house too and it breaks down, huh, the spirit will live. That's why we call physical death. So I'm not saying, oh, president. No, 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 no. If you live in your house, maintain it, 
make sure that it is properly made so that the one that lives in it will also feel happy. But don't give all the attention to what? The house. Never give all your attention to the house that God has given and built for you. And I pray that the real you will understand that God created you for that purpose and that your tent will be. In fact, when God is going to speak to you, Proverbs 2 verse 27, God speaks to us. The reason most of us are not blessed is because we pay more attention to our God always directs and guide. Where God speaks to is not your mind. It's not your body. He speaks to our spirit so that we can be very sensitive. If you are sensitive, you are able to hear God very well. So that you incline your ear to the wisdom and apply your heart to what? What I'm telling you is the real wisdom of God. So you incline your ears to it and what? And apply your heart. He said your heart. When the Bible says your heart, it talks about your what? Your spirit. The real engine in your life is your spirit. It's not the one that pumps blood. Boom, 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 boom. That is not it. The real you is the one that gives life to your spirit. And that is what you must pay attention to. Before John the Baptist was born, you knew what happened. When Mary was pregnant six months, she visited Lisbeth. The moment she got there, something happened. He said the baby did what? Leap forward. Joy. How old was Jesus then? Had the body developed then? Just the time the angel spoke to her, the same week maybe she went to, she just took a I'm going to visit her, my sister. It was that same week. Some of you, if you get even pregnant too, which you don't know. She had a faith and moved. But the first week, the baby, the life was still there. The body was not formed. The eye was not formed. The ear was not formed. The brain was not formed. Is it true? One week. Legs were not formed. Hands were not formed. It's now that it's beginning to form. But before the formation of the body, the life itself was there. And that is what I'm talking about. So when Lisbeth saw it, John the Baptist was about six months and maybe some few weeks. Six months. The two spirits communicated. The two human beings communicated 
and one rejoice that my master, my Lord, has visited me. He started rejoicing, moving. And the mother prophesied what was happening. What I'm saying is that it is not the body. If it was the body, Jesus' body was not then formed yet. According to your biology, my biology lesson, I didn't go far. So if I made a mistake, please forgive me. But I know within one week, the human being has not been formed. If it has changed, somebody can correct me. <laughs> but the real him was there. The real Jesus was there. The real person was there. His house was, have not been completed yet, but he was still there. And John the Baptist moved the mother. The man said, why have my Lord, the mother of my Lord, visited me? But why is it this granted to me that the mother of what? My Lord shall come to what? Visit who? Me. At that time, the Lord was not born. Even though the natural mind and natural learning and study of a human life, we can tell, he still existed. The same way, this body, this life, does not depend on this flesh. It is a house. And once we realize it's a house, then we will surely and surely worship him in spirit and not in flesh. I will read 2 Peter chapter 1, I think from 12 to 14. So I will always remind you of these things. Even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in where? In where? In the tent of what? This body. Who is talking? Peter. He said, as long as I live well. So how did he call his body? It's a tent. So the tent is not Peter. Peter lived where? In a tent. Your house is not you. That is why you don't have to be shy of where you come from. Some people mention your hometown. You are shy to say, I come from Sempoa. Mangwase. Tofuboy. You don't know the place. You are shy to say that because you don't want to identify yourself and say, I lead in. Accra, you are not in Accra. You live in where? The village near here. Frafraha. 
Somebody, uh, which area do you come from? Son of mine, where is your church? I said, Fafa, and they start laughing. Because the, the, the thing looked confusing by the name. But the fact that it's Frafraha doesn't mean that the people here they are Frafraha. And <laughs> uh, we who come to live in the church. Hmm? So Peter says that he will not want to hear. Oh, I love Peter. Peter at that time is saying, Oh Lord that I think it is the right to refresh your mind, your memory, as long as I live in this tent, because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. He said, he will put what? The tent what? Aside. All of us, you don't want me to say, so when I'm mentioned, you are free. Don't be afraid. The tent we live in can be corrupted. The tent we live in can get sick. The tent we live in can be attacked by cancer and other things. The tent we live in, malaria can attack it. But you yourself, the real you, no malaria, no disease, no sickness, can attack you. That is why you need to strengthen the inner man. When the inner man's glory then moves and you build your inner man so much, it then have effect on the outer man. The Bible says that the spirit of the man can make you lively. Sometimes when your spirit is crushed, you can't do anything. Some people survive some diseases because their spirit is high, even though people say this disease will kill you, you see them still, their spirit is high, and they're able to live longer than those who give in. When you hear the news, how many of you have heard news? Somebody went, <laughs> he did some, some tests, and they did they, they swapped somebody's uh, resort some time ago and gave some bad report. And instead of filling, they swapped the this and typed the person's another one. When they got it and showed the doctor, he said, and you are still alive. Immediately, the doctor gave the report. The person started getting sick. She started feeling all the symptoms of what the disease is. So they said, go and do a second one so that we can see whether we can do operation. They did a second one. They didn't see anything. The moment they said there was nothing, the symptoms. <laughs> Some of you Sometimes felt when the COVID came, you had COVID. And truly, your body was behaving like you have COVID. 
And when you did the test, waiting for the result to come, the COVID was there. The moment you got the result and you said it's negative, the COVID symptom vanished. Your spirit can be crushed, and when it crushed, it affects the body, it affects the mind. When your spirit is strengthened, it sends forth signal of strength into your spirit and your body. That's why I want you to strengthen your body. I read a story about a man who went to, I think, East Africa or some area. Man of God. And the disease that was, uh, it's like a pandemic. Or how do you call it? When it's not. Epidemic. That localized area. And was killing. And the virus, very dangerous. Spreading the people, vomit. And the main, it come in contact with you. And they never found a vaccine for that. So I think the British, they were taking, the foreigner was taking their people out. And they brought doctors to come and look at it and do research. And they were wearing this, all, you, know, you know, protective clothes, listen. And they were afraid, listen. And they saw this man laying hands on the sick. They said, hey, don't you know that if you come in contact with these people, you're going to die. He said, I've been here with them, praying for them. So he asked them, take some of the samples. They took it. He put his finger inside and prayed. First, he asked them to test it. They tested it. The distance were in it. He put his finger into it. He said, test it again. When he said they were all dead. There is power in us. That is why we lay hands on the sick and they get healed. I have laid hands on sick and I see them healed. I remember there was one here who came with crutches. We had even close. And the spirit of the Lord moved in a certain way. And I felt the anointing. I placed my hand on it. And I threw the cloth. I saw power transferred. She jumped up through the... And she walked out through this place. People were here. Those when we were close who were waiting, they saw it. But fire went. Some of you have experienced sex things too. Somebody asked me, Prophet, with this COVID, and you are laying your hands, don't you get some? Thursday, you are walking, walking among them, you are not wearing those masks, and you think I don't know, I know. Whatever is done in faith by the hearing of God's voice brings results and not fear. 
what is in you is greater than what is outside. The real you is greater. When God speaks, he speaks to your spirit. Sometimes it's so loud that you think you are hearing it from your ears. God never speaks to our flesh. He speaks to our spirit. He communicates to our spirit because spirit speaks to what? Spirit. Mosquitoes speak to Dogs speak to, human beings speak to, God is a spirit, so if God is a spirit, he wants to speak, what does he speak? He speaks to us. That is why the word became what? Flesh. So that we can preach it to you. We take the word that has become the word and we preach it to you and you hear it, it must get into your spirit. That is when it works. So two people can hear the word of God. We can all be excited with the word of God. But one can receive it into his spirit. And one can remain and analyze it in his mind. The one that analyzes it in his mind can never exercise faith. The one that receives it in the spirit, something happened. And the spirit then brings out that into his mind and he sees a situation and he said, this thing, I can overcome it. And the other one also had it. Hey, God said he can do it, but hey, may I not? May, may, may. Peter had a similar situation. He said, come. It went into his spirit and it created faith and they jumped on the water. What about the rest? The rest didn't have faith. They all heard that Jesus said, come, but they didn't go. The one that had faith that it went in their spirit was able to walk on the, on the water. Those who didn't, the best and the, the, what the mind can tell you sit in the boat. Because you are a human being. Human beings don't walk on water. So, yes, he said, come. <laughs> but if you went to school and you were taught, <laughs> how do we call it? Those who did science. Is it law, law of gravity or none? No, no, no. It's when the density and the uh, volume. Law of flotation. Or if you understand the law of flotation, you know that you can float <laughs> until you do something. <laughs> so, since you know that this body, the mass of this body and the weight cannot support walking on water, your mind will tell you, don't go on it. Or, but the word of the Lord come to cancel that law and say, Lord, I'm giving you under law, the law of the spirit that supersedes all kind of laws. That is the law. 
that when you operate, death cannot hold you. The law of decay has no power over it. All kind of law, law of gravity, didn't have power over. That is where Jesus could move up. A law that made him walk in the midst of his enemies when they wanted to stone him. The people became powerless and they walked through them. Bye-bye. The one they wanted to throw, uh, to stone and to hold on and throw him away, he just walked among them. That's exactly, if we walk in the spirit, if we walk in the spirit, I have tasted this small. I told you, I went and did a program in UK. And I was to preach. And while we were worshiping, I felt like going to pray and hear some word from God. For the next session, I was the one who speak. I forgot they called the guy who locked the door and had the key. And I went there. As if I have faith that I can enter the room without the key. And somebody spoke through me. Say, door open. And I said, door open. I didn't open the door. I said, somebody opened the door. And I entered into it. And the door locked again. The door locked. I was inside praying. They were looking for me. They didn't find me. Then the guy wanted to bring my Bible. He came and opened the door. And he saw me. He said, why did you get the key? I said, you don't know. There is a power. This is not a story I'm telling you. It was with, we were having the program with one uh, CLF. I've forgotten the armor bearer to ask him. He will tell the truth. He will tell you. If you ask Pastor Don't Pray, he can tell you. It doesn't mean that I can enter people's house. Without... There are so many times I've gone, our door is locked, and I've not been able to enter. <laughs> so, you need to be led, and the spirit should be able to initiate it. When I entered it, I was so glad. I said, me too. I've been able to go through the door. At that time, if we had put me in prison, like I would be like Peter. You know what Peter did? They arrested, put them into prison the next time they saw them preaching at there. They said, ah, is that not the people who put uh, in prison? They are outside there preaching. 
So the next time they arrested him, you know what they did? They said, this one has a what? Huh? Have a record of breaking jail permissibly. He didn't break the jail, so you can't say he broke the jail. He came out. The jail was intact. The, the place was intact, so he didn't break it. This one has a record. So today, this time, we are not going to leave you alone. They, they did what? Chain him to a soldier. Chain him here to a soldier. Say, now, escape. The guy escaped and left the soldiers. <laughs> he left them bound. He was free. They were bound. You can chain me to yourself, but I can't be free, and you cannot be free. Anyone that walks in the spirit works on higher level. So we'll be talking about spiritual, listen, that is why you don't have to miss the spiritual emphasis. But the presence of the Lord will be mighty and will be at work. Come prepare yourself, stir up your spirit, and be sensitive in the spirit, and you will benefit from it. God bless you. Amen.